Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot resist mentioning the obvious. Teachers expertly teach subjects they have majored in. Students politely listen and learn. The atmosphere is respectful and serious. Homework assignments are completed on time. Students are graded in a common sense way and everyone understands that the purpose of a school is to transfer knowledge and content from the past to citizens of the future because all of that is a smart common sense thing to do. Wow, what a coincidence. I just noticed that public schools in America have abandoned all these things. Now how could that happen? Okay, sorry, no more cheap sarcasm. What the Chinese are doing correctly is trying to run genuine schools. Our education establishment has long ago abandoned this project. What we have now is a sort of pretend school. The schools today in many respects are identical in appearance to the schools from 50 and 100 years ago. But the soul has fled. The mental processes have atrophied. But the reality, believe it or not, is even worse than that. There is a criminal layer throughout the thing. Criminal in the sense that there is an intent to deceive, to commit fraud, to run Ponzi schemes of various kinds. Do exactly what we tell you and in no time your child will be college ready and career ready. No, the children will usually achieve none of that. If they can read, we are lucky. Meanwhile, it's clear to everyone that there is a vast financial waste. Billions of dollars are spent on tutoring, remediation, assessments, therapy, counseling, drugs, curricular redesign, and then more assessments, etc. For example, students not taught phonics in the first grade will typically not be real readers in the third or fourth or fifth grade. Just imagine what sort of strange, stagnating education they have. On Wall Street, people call this churning an account. It's a wonderful way to make money if you don't mind the unethical part. Now, love the Chinese or not, most people agree that they are very practical. If a job requires a hammer, you get the cheapest possible hammer. You don't destroy all hammers and then redesign a newfangled hammering tool that does the job poorly and costs much more. That's what the American specialty is. So with all the brains in this country, a big percentage of our schools can't find a decent math textbook. So they use Singapore math, which is math the way we used to teach it. So it's not a question of adopting what the Chinese are doing. It's a question of readopting what we always did. A hundred years ago, we had the best educated country in the world, certainly one of them. Everything was fine. We had one-room schoolhouses that were operating at the level of today's colleges. But then John Dewey and his gang went to work, systematically killing off everything that stood between them and taking over the country. Congratulations, John. You can rest easy. Your boys are riding high. Finally, in support of the last paragraph, here's a somewhat shocking article about how we had nearly universal literacy in 1910. 
The article is titled K-12 History of the Conspiracy Against Reading comma, and that's on American Thinker by Bruce Dietrich Price. K-12 History of the Conspiracy Against Reading. That will bring you right up to speed and illuminate how sadly we have fallen. Because a hundred years ago we had much superior schools than we have now. I say it's a vast plot, a nasty, ugly, ruthless plot. Well, you may think it's because our professors of education are just unworldly creatures who can't do anything practical. Eh, that's a good theory. There's some of that. But mainly, they just want this country to fail. Thank you. Overview. Let's Fix Education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four, the big brains in education keep telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.